everybody. It's Mike Jeffers, Chicago Jazz Magazine, chicagojazz.com, and welcome to another episode of Around Town. Today, we've got two great guests. Our first guest is Jeff Bradfield. He's going to be playing at the Green Mill with a group called Tenor Time, and we're going to be talking all about that. That's coming up November 17th and 18th. And then in our second interview today on Around Town, we're going to be talking to Julie Wood, the great saxophonist. She's coming to Andy's on the 17th and 18th. So we've got dueling saxophonists here, and uh, Jeff... Congratulations on, first of all, this this gig is going to be incredible, but also congratulations on the record label. So first, let's talk about Tenor Time and what people can expect to hear at the Green Mill and how this whole gig came about. Uh, yeah, this, it'll be a lot of fun. We've we've had, always enjoyed uh, these performances and we've had the chance to get together. Uh, the This project came about originally uh, through Richard Johnson, great piano player. And uh, he was doing, he had done a project or maybe two projects with three altos, recording projects for his Afar music label. And he wanted to do something with three tenors. So he and I talked about it and got John Wojciechowski and Scott Burns on board and uh, on, the, on the records, Greg Archery and Clark Summers. And we each contributed some music and uh, just one of those COVID free-ish days, <laughs> you know, so, somewhere in between waves. We. Uh, did a recording session in Richard's basement. He has a nice studio set up down there and uh, had it out pretty shortly after that. And I've, I've done a few few gigs around town, a couple things out of town since that with it. So, and for me, it's tremendously fun to be on stage with two other saxophone players, two other tenor players who I admire to no end. I mean, the, the, you know, I think some of the greatest saxophone players in the world, John Wojnowski and Scott Burns. Um, and uh, it's such a such a great experience because you know for two-thirds of the gig i'm just listening to those guys and uh my my job's very easy um at the mill scott burns is unable to make it he has another commitment uh so john Ravagon will be filling in so that'll be a lot of fun and uh neil Hempill will be filling in for greg archery so likewise we'll, we'll have a great band at the mill did you guys ever do a, a actual release show for this group because i mean you know it could yeah, be a show release kind of thing right uh, we, we were actually thinking of this as like, well, well, we'll go play some new music at the mill. We're going to play some old music too, but we're going to play a couple new things. And then we'll make, we're about due to make another record after that. So I think next year sometime you can look for a new tenor time record out. Um, we did do a release show at the showcase last January when this originally happened and have been sporadically around town since then, did something in Cincinnati and uh, yeah, it's been yeah. a lot of fun. Well, I, I mean, first of all, it, it's like the it's like a superstar band that's going to be there at the mill. So, I mean, that's something that everybody should go check out. Of course, the Green Mill's at 4802 North Broadway in Chicago, as the great Dave Gemolo always says, all roads lead to Uptown. And it's greenmilljazz.com. And at 8 p.m. To, to, to midnight, I'm assuming, the standard sets on uh, on Friday and Saturday. So it's going to be super swinging. Everybody can go visit Jeff at jeffbradfield.com. Now let's talk about this record label. You have two Caligan, <clears throat> Caligram records. Mm -hmm. um, would you start it last year? I think, is that when you kind of launched That's, it? We started talking about Chad McCullough and I are partners in this. Uh, and uh, we started talking about it late last year and decided, well, we, we pushed the actual launch to this year just for ease of tax purposes and all that stuff, just to put it in a single calendar year. Um, and so around January, we started doing all the stuff you do to put a, a company together, you know, opening a bank account together and uh, filing for the LLC and all that boring stuff, um, which you're intimately familiar with as an independent business person. And, um, and also, of course, thinking about what we wanted to do with this, because there were many possible variations. Um, 
for, for me, the initial impetus was really just to have complete control over how and when my own releases were coming out and not to go through a third party for this, because yeah. no matter how well-meaning that third party is, they are not going to love your children as much as you love your children. And they have some other children to take care of too, most of the time. So, um, you know, I just wanted to have a, a little bit more control over, especially uh, timing of releases and what they look like, you know, all, all of the presentation aspects of it. And Chad's a great graphic designer, does, does work for, on that front for many people in town, for other record labels, have worked for Origin Records for years. And so, um, yeah, as we talked about it, he convinced me, he's like, you know, instead of just putting our records out, we should see what, what about getting some other people on board, you know, some other people who are like-minded and might be looking for an avenue to release their recording mm -hmm. in a small way, you know. And uh, that uh, really fell into our laps in a nice way in the first batch of releases because um, my former student, young tenor player in town, Armand Singeling, had a record come out on the label because he was a Jazz Links fellow at the time, was working with Matt Eulery and Dave Miller and, and uh, Devin dropped on this, on this recording. And uh, then Russ Johnson approached me and says, hey, uh, what about putting my record on your which which was that that was really a fantastic piece of luck for us timing wise. Yeah. Uh, Russ's record is fantastic with Tim Daisy, Mark Feldman, Ethan Fillion is getting a lot of attention. And again, he's one of my favorite musicians in town. He's on my recording as well. And uh, so, yeah, this, this came out. We had a nice little article in Downbeat on him. People have been very receptive and supportive. Uh, great, great feedback from folks in town like Howard Mandel and Neil Telser and mm -hmm. other, other writers and journalists. The folks at DCB have been fantastic. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's really, really been an interesting experience. I mean, it's a lot of work, right? So while, <laughs> while Chad's doing the design and he's doing the, um, a lot of the online stuff in terms of um, uh, distribution to digital platforms, I'm doing the press stuff, like putting together mailing lists for radio and journalists and making sure everybody gets CDs or download codes or whatever they might like and writing the press releases and talking to the artists and helping them put together their, their press release. Uh, yeah, it's, a, it's a, a lot of work. I've written eight press releases in the last couple months. <laughs> and that's not a, uh, and, and from somebody who's been writing press releases for like 20 plus years, that is not like sit down 10 minutes later, you got a press release done. It, oh. it is a taxing situation. And a lot of people, it's kind of interesting. That we're, and, and I want to have you back on the show because later on this, probably early next year, I'm going to start a show that's focused around entrepreneurial music stuff. And you and I yeah, are going to talk about all this stuff because then we can get way in the weeds because I want to go way yeah. in the weeds now, but I'm trying yeah, not to. Yeah. But no, I hear you. And, and I should mention the other records that just came out on the label too, rather than going in the weeds about that. I should say we have, <laughs> those four records came out in August and then we just released our last four for the year uh, in another batch this last Friday. Um, and that includes Scott Hesse's new trio record, which is fantastic. Him and Dana Hall and Clark Summers uh, in a live recording at King Christensen's room, uh, uh, Pro Musica. Mm -hmm. And um, another recording featuring Russ Johnson, with uh, led by Dave Bayless, uh, great Milwaukee drummer, in a trio format, live at the Uptowner, which is the oldest functioning bar in Milwaukee. If you want a real piece of Milwaukee culture, oh. got to go up there and hang out at the Uptowner. It's it's a scene, and the music sounds like it was recorded in a scene. Uh, <laughs> and then there's a there's a great record from Steve Million, uh, featuring uh, the violinist Mark Feldman. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful writing in a kind of chamber music uh, vein. 
and uh, another record uh, with Chad, this one more of a collaboration with musicians from Scotland and, uh, and the Netherlands called uh, Atlantic Road Trip. And that band was just on the road for three weeks and had a, had a great U.S. Midwest, I think actually all the way out to the West Coast too, tour. Yeah, that well, and and the Steve Million, he did that at the Chicago Jazz Fest. So, you know, mm -hmm. those of you that that are saw him at the Jazz Fest, now you can pick up right. a recording of that of that performance as well, or of that group, I should say. That group, yeah, they did it in the Transient Sound in, in Vijay Vijay Studio. Yep. Okay. So I'll send everybody over. We got CaligramRecords.com, I believe, correct, and then we've got yep. JeffBradfield.com, yep. and of course. Go see Jeff live and in person November 17th and 18th at the Green Mill, Friday and Saturday nights. Of course, that's 4802 North Broadway. Everybody knows where the Green Mill is, greenmilljazz.com. Jeff, thanks for jumping on, man. Congratulations. And uh, <laughs> I know you're busy running a business. <laughs> yeah, you know what it's like. I know exactly what it's Fuck. like. <laughs> You're not uh, just not sitting around playing saxophone all day anymore, are you? <laughs> no, sadly not. But it's great. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, it is. It's fun, and and I really appreciate the fact that you're giving back and you're actually helping other people get their music out to hear to for other people to hear because it wouldn't be released most likely on different labels unless you had this label on some of this stuff. So congratulations on the whole Thank thing, you. and uh, I look forward to talking to you in depth about how to set up a record label uh, in 2024 and all the good stuff about being in business as a musician. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful. Thanks so much for having me, Mike. Absolutely, and thanks everybody for watching. As I always say, all the information is at chicagojazz.com. And until next time, hopefully I will see somebody out on the scene. We are back, of course, on this episode. I just talked with the great Jeff Bradfield. And as I said, we've got two saxophonists on this show. The great Julie Wood is joining me now. She's got a show coming up November 17th and 18th, the late night set over at Andy's Jazz Club, of course, 11 East Hubbard Street in Chicago, 10.30 p.m. to 11.45 p.m. And she's doing her group Chicago Calling. And we're going to talk a little bit about this because it's it's got a long history in Chicago. And the thing I love about this group and Julie's the perfect person to do this as it pays tribute to a lot of the musicians that came through Chicago, Herbie Hancock, the, people like that, but also uh, Jody Christian, Irma Thompson, people that maybe some people might not recognize, but she was lucky enough to play with and she's keeping their memory and their honor alive. So Julie, welcome to the show. It is great to oh. see you, even if it's only virtual. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, for sure. So let's talk about this. November 17th and 18th, when I saw this on the calendar, I wanted to make sure we talked a little bit so we could preview it and get the word out about this. It's the late night set over at Andy's. Of course, Fariz Witted is playing before you. So that's a great, incredible musician playing ahead of you. But at 10.30 p.m., you guys take the stage and talk uh -huh. a little bit about this Chicago Calling. How did this group come about? Because it's been in existence for quite a while. Yeah, well, I had an idea several years ago boy I don't even know if it was eight years ago or what time is flying by <laughs> I mean we missed a couple of years during the pandemic so who, yeah yeah right but I thought um it would be great to honor all the great people especially tenor saxophonists who came out of Chicago and a lot of them went to DuSable High School right. so um yeah, so I put a group together. Uh, Avril Ra was on the drums, and Harrison Bankhead was on bass, and Leandro Verde was uh, Lopez Verde was on the piano, and uh, we yep. 
that yeah we were just playing uh music of johnny griffin and sun Ra because john gilmore was in sun Ra's band and john johnny griffin um clifford jordan uh mm-hmm. and uh we even did oh what else then i was singing some things like Di- something dinah washington would sing or joe Williams, Johnny Hartman. I mean, there's just so many greats who came. Gene Ammons, Eddie Harris. So we were doing some really fun music. And um, and that went a couple couple of years. We went over to Poland with the uh, Made in Chicago uh, festival that they always had there. And um, but then uh, we took some years off. I know Harrison wasn't feeling too good um, towards the end there. And so then the the group reconfigured when uh, Mike Schlick was thinking of putting some other musicians together for his gig over at uh, Buddy Guys. And that's when we formed with Mike on the drums and uh, Mike Alamana on guitar and then Matt Ferguson on the bass. So we've been a quartet like that for a couple of years now. And uh, we're so grateful to Andy's for giving us this third weekend of every month so we've the whole year we've been really having fun with this music and adding tunes like for Vaughn Freeman a tune by by him called Portrait of John Young because uh, of course Matt and Mike Alamana have had played with him for years down at the New Apartment Lounge so we had to add that you know something by Vaughn and yeah so so we've just been enjoying our our uh residency there at Andy's and uh, excited also to play some other venues you know we're going to do Hey Nani and yeah well you get all you get all over the place with this group obviously you play in a ton of different groups too and you lead different groups and I mean you're constantly busy plus you're teaching you're at the Music Institute of Chicago I think still right 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 there are North Shore music so you're constantly staying busy but this kind of a group just to be able to i mean you've got an hour what is it about an hour and 45 or something like that that you're playing and it's like i don't even know how you pick the tunes to play because you you could as you just mentioned you rattled off you know like 20 musicians right there and you know i mean it's like <laughs> i don't even know how you thin down the repertoire to do that but i love the fact that you're keeping the memory of all these artists alive because you know when as I was coming up, similar to you, a lot of them were still around. I mean, they might have been older, but they were coming through town and they were back in town and they were playing regularly. But now with this new generation, a lot of people might they might not have any idea who Von Freeman was and how much he gave back to the music scene in Chicago and brought the national right. spotlight on it, or Gene Ammons, yeah. or Lee Christian, or any of these people. I mean. Yeah. You know, talk a little bit about about some of those past influences that you have that you're also obviously performing some of their music. But I mean, was there like a, a one or two musicians that really kind of when you came into town, kind of took them, took you under their wing or really inspired you when you saw them play that helped you turn your your playing into a career? Yeah, I mean, I was so lucky to um, be mentored really by Irma Thompson. Great. Uh, piano player and also Jody Christian we do one of Jody's tunes called Jeremy it's written about a one of his grandsons so um, we're happy to to play his music and Irma always told me stories about um, how she almost went on the road with uh, Billie Holiday and um, so 
sometimes we do a ballad, um, uh, Violets for My Furs, that Billie Holiday sang, but also it's tied to Vaughn Freeman because uh, Mike Alamana told me that was one of Vaughn's favorite ballads to play. Yeah, so we, we try to keep that that alive. And um, yeah, I and I was mentored back in Milwaukee when I lived there, uh, the great organ player, Melvin Ryan. So I've been really lucky to have these elders kind of, you know, teaching me and encouraging me. That's really important, yeah. Well, and, and on November 17th and 18th, so 10.30 p.m., 11.45 p.m., and as Julie mentioned, it's the third weekend of every month throughout the rest of this year, and I'm sure they're going to keep things going into 2024 on some level as well. Andy's is doing such a great job because they came back after the pandemic. They do a live stream still, so you can check that out online as well. But also they've got the early sets, which starts at 6 o'clock and goes till 9.30, and then the 10.45 until 11.45 kicks off and or 10 